So today, I want to talk about whether or not we're all going to get killed by robots. So when we think about risk, like you can think about it, like think about your risk of like having a heart attack or your risk of like getting cancer. Like they're all like relatively low risks, but ultimately all those risks add up to 100. Yes. At a certain point. At a certain point. Um, but like if you think about the risk of nuclear war, like it's not zero. It's not like, you know. 50 but like it might be higher than my risk of getting cancer (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it might it may have a significant impact on your risk of getting cancer i bet that me dying of nuclear war is higher than cancer and less than heart attack (laughs) i'll just put it that way and another way another like one you could look at is like being killed by a robot is what's the risk that that'll happen and it's and like, it's non-zero. <laughs> it's non-zero. And like, what would that look like? Like, how would they kill us? Like, what? Like, what is this process? I mean, your my my guess is you know drones with guns. Like drones with guns. You really think it'll be that prosaic? Uh, they're rapid. They can move into buildings. You can go anywhere with them. But like, we could fight them though. If it, if it was a drone with a gun, like I like me with a shotgun is like in a building let's say this drone comes into this into this building and i'm in the building with a shotgun i'm evolved to see something move and react instantly that is true but how much does the drone cost like if the drone if the drone if they probably can... more than me though uh yeah well i mean you can get a pretty damn good drone for a thousand bucks now what kind of what kind of drone are you thinking of i'm talking the cheap uh cheap little fast drones quadcopter yeah exactly with a gun on it enough to kill somebody oh god man i could i could destroy one of those oh. from a thousand kilometers away. so but the thing is yeah you can destroy one but what happens if there's a cloud of them or several thousands of them coming after yeah, you? yeah but i got my boys you got your boys but the thing the thing is is that these 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 qu- these quadcopters are cheap as anything and if you can somehow automate them in such a way that they can go and just be a swarm like it's, it'd be like trying to kill a swarm of bees you bet I could kill a swarm of bees. <laughs> you haven't you haven't tried to fight some bees yet, have you? <laughs> I've, been, I've been mauled by bees. I've ran every single time. Like, how long is their battery going to last? That's actually that's probably a bigger issue. Is can, you know, like where are they getting all these rare earth minerals from? Yeah. The asteroid mining that we're doing. Like what? Like, what? <laughs> and actually, that's that's actually what I would say the main uh, control of a uh, robot apocalypse is that it's lithium. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's literally like, we don't have enough resources to provide you with the resources you need to become all-powerful. But, like, okay, there's a kick in, in Capoeira that's taken from, I can't remember what it's taken, I think it's taken from some kind of form of kickboxing. It's called a benchow. And, and what you, what it is, is you, you just lift your foot up, and you put it on the other guy, and you just push I look at those Boston Dynamic videos, and I just picture myself benchowing <laughs> those robots. <laughs> you know, like I don't care. You got you got some like some like Harvard student with a hockey stick trying to trip you, but like I'm still not impressed because they have these this big unwieldy backpack on their back. But like it, and then they do sure it can do a backflip. I would have to practice do a backflip. But like I could do everything it does is jumping up all these box. I can jump up boxes, and, the and di- I can do it for like thirty days without food. <laughs> and this thing can do it for like seven hours at most. <laughs> and part of the reason that I can only do it for seven hours is just like the thermodynamics of the battery. Like you need 
like they're not going to get that much better at making the little robot arms that jump you know and the robot legs that jump and robot arms that like do all this stuff like i'm not saying that robots won't be a great boon to society i'm just saying i'm not sure that like me and seven billion other humans can't take them so and this is this is actually one of the biggest reasons why i think humans will still exist and that's that humans despite all our expensive tastes are fundamentally very cheap and we're we're evolved to like fight <laughs> well we're evolved to fight <laughs> you know, but like, we're, we're, we're mostly we're evolved to be efficient yeah well i mean i don't mean like obviously like i can't like take a grizzly bear in a in a, in a fight but like I can at yeah. the same time. So my, my like there's a like there's a like a, a quote I heard like a Spetsnaz quote about like when hand to hand combat is useful to know how to do and it's if you find yourself in a farmer's field and you've lost your shirt and you've lost your shoes and you've <laughs> lost your belt and you've forgotten your weapons and there are no rocks and there are no sticks and you found in that field an American who is as incompetent as you are. <laughs> it's it's uh remarkably true <laughs> you know and it's like like we are so it's like every single like guerrilla war in like history like i feel like it would be a, so every dominating country thinks they're gonna win the guerrilla war until they actually get on the ground and then they actually have to deal with the people and it's fucking chaos and, and it's harder than their math told them that it would be and okay so like well, I don't have the highest IQ in the world, but like a graphing calculator has a higher IQ than I do, but I could still beat a graphing calculator in a fight because <laughs> I understand the world in a way that AI can. Yeah. Maybe. So here's here's the thing. So first of all, if you actually look at the amount of so we're we're looking into designing uh, brain simulations, or they want to simulate a human brain. Do you know how? close we are to doing that like in terms oh, of computing power far we're still like a decade away in terms of just pure computing power okay and then just the second secondary question how much energy is that going to take versus like to, me having a hamburger right exactly so this is the thing so how how much energy does it cost like if you if you talked about how many watts is your brain burning like how, like what's its power output yeah it's about 20 percent of your basal resting metabolic rate it works out to what, makes it 2500 calories a day yeah so it works out to about 20 watts yeah that's like it's less than your laptop like that's a like lot a less bulb. it's like a lot you know, it's like a really cheap it's like a really nice light bulb that burns no energy right <laughs> like you are incredibly cheap your brain is incredibly cheap to run when we're talking about like like we can technically eat oil right you can you can break oil down into butter that's cool. Um, chemically, it's not that tough. In fact, this there's one of my favorite facts is that um, all liquor in the United States has to be somewhat radioactive. Oh yeah, no, I remember you saying because it like it comes from the dirt. Yeah. The radioactivity of like, nuclear tests in the atmosphere has gotten into the dirt, and it needs to be detectable in the liquor, or they know that it's not come from a food grade product. Yeah, and I remember you telling yeah, me. Yeah, right? it had to have come from. Yeah, it's so it has to have come from rocks. In order for yeah. that to be the case. So that's, but that's the thing. Like you look at like, oh, well, how much oil do we have to burn to simulate a human brain? It's like, well, it's probably enough to run a human for like five years every minute. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, crazy. like the, the energy efficiency of the human brain is remarkable. 
and even the human body. It's the same thing. Like we can, we do an amazing amount on very, very little. Um, yeah. And so it's like, I, I believe that we can beat robots in a fist fight, basically. I mean, fist fight, broadly speaking, you're talking about little robot drones with guns. You're talking about Ar- the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator thing. Nah, I could fuck that. I could fuck that thing up. Yeah. But, you, but, but they but, wouldn't, but that's the thing. Like you're not, I gonna... don't think that's what they're going to do. No, no, absolutely not. So, the question then becomes like, well, how would a computer what are they deal gonna with these do? solutions? Are they going to like poison us all? Like, can they do that somehow? Or well, and also like, what's what's their goal? Um, so I, I I watched a really fantastic little uh, PSA video. Uh, it's by Tom Scott. He's a YouTuber. He does excellent stuff. But it's like, it's it's basically it's a, it's a it's a PSA like, this is why you can't remember the twentieth century. And it's like, well, there was an accident. Uh, we designed a, somebody designed an AI to, uh, you know, keep clear their web, cl- keep clear of their site of all uh, copyrighted works. And unfortunately, they didn't put many restrictions on it. And within a relatively short period of time, it got out of its constraints and decided to erase the memories of everybody on earth <laughs> so that it could complete its goal so that no one like it just it's it wasn't really well defined it's a paper it's it's a paperclip problem exactly so instead of so it it optimized for its solution which was okay well okay <laughs> yeah. that everything in this yeah. time period is gone yeah yeah <laughs> no and not only that it, it like it's like oh well it it designed micro machines that got into your brain and just switched Started messing with the switches to make you forget these things, and then it realized that anyone. Okay, but that's hard. Okay, so like, because I bet that a AI could design little nanobots to go into a person's brain and erase their memory of the 20th century. I bet in 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 principle that's possible. I do not believe they could do that for seven billion people. Hmm. There's... Think about the energy that that would require right. building all these. Because like when you build small, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to build small. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it's it's just a question of whether these like how smart is your AI? Like does does it actually develop infinity? Let's just look for the sake of argument. Give it infinity intelligence. So then all you have to do is be able to figure out if it's maybe not infinity. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. Like infinite intelligence is in... then we lose. Yeah, but, like it's not going to have infinite intelligence. It's going to have a lot of it. A lot, but finite. Because remember, we have very powerful computers that can't predict whether or not it's going to rain four days from now. Right. And that's actually the biggest issue is that, you know, computers are very, very good with hard facts. When you have hard reality to work with, like numbers. If If you can feed a computer math, it's going to do great. As soon as you start feeding it less solid concepts. But... A fight is never numbers. A fight in the real world, and I don't just mean this like a fist fight. I mean this like a like a battle, like a war, like it's never it's never real numbers. It's like, and the other thing is, human beings were designed to thrive doing that. Um. Well, I I would argue that it has been the single biggest uh, evolutionary um pressure since exactly. since civil so since civilization are, has kind of gotten started. <laughs> we are hyper efficient killing machines yeah and so i'm not saying that like robots aren't going to be better on an individual basis than human beings that's what i'm saying like me, me and the boys like we could like 
we could take the robots, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they could, I'm not saying I, I, I would survive. I'm just saying, like, the, like the human race has a shot. Yeah, the human race like, has a gonna, shot. Well, this is what I think. Are they going to poison the atmosphere? Like, could they, is that, like, if I was a robot and I'm trying to kill all the humans, I would poison the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, that would be one way of doing it. Um, the other one is to uh, build a virus. The only... But then we just, like, you can't, like, build a virus, though, because then, like, viruses don't kill all of us. Uh, d- just, like... depends, depends how you design the virus. <laughs> yeah, but all of your, all the case examples you're going to cite are before we understood, before, not before we understood, before every person understood how viruses work. So even the most deadly virus in human history, some people understood how viruses work when that happened. Yeah. But everybody didn't. Yeah, and it's true. And so people so in nineteen in nineteen eighteen, what a hundred million people were killed by a virus. Yep. But if that if this if you took that same virus today, as a proportion of Canada of uh, the world's population, I would hold that it would kill fewer people. Because as soon as the Spanish flu is going around and killing people, I'm wearing one of those friggin' masks. I'm wearing. I'm gonna buy ten half masks. Yeah. And I'm gonna wear them every single day, and I'm gonna soak myself in alcohol. I'm not going to touch anything another human being has touched until it's all over. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I might still die. I'm under no illusion that would save me. But I know every other person with a brain is going to do what I'm doing. And that's going to provide herd immunity and we're not all going to die. Which is true. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways to kill a lot of people, though. Right. Like, and you could create a lot of chaos that you can. A nerve, a nerve toxin. Nerve toxin. Yeah. You don't have to get that much into the atmosphere to, uh. To kill a lot of people. I mean, botulinum toxin alone is is stupidly, stupidly poisonous. I think you need. I think the median death dose is like fifty nanograms. Okay, so here here's the situation: we're in an arms race with this evil like robot. They'd have to spring it on us, right? They'd have to be making this botulinum and like release it in the atmosphere because we could take it out of the atmosphere if it were life and death. Yeah, anything they could put into the atmosphere, we could take out because like we're not we're not as smart as an affinity smart computer but like we can use computers and we're smart and we can like figure out how to take that chemical out of the atmosphere potentially at an equal rate that they're putting it in yeah you know yeah and it's just one of those things though it's like well maybe they just do they do they do a test first and try to kill a city but then they give away the game right i i, I don't then we know then we know yeah it's <laughs> too late all the <laughs> you know it's got to happen like in a in a blink mm-hmm it's got to it's got to happen in an exponential fashion faster than we can counter it. And and that's the thing like we don't know and this is the problem with with AI we don't know a lot of these what what the possible outcomes are, right? Like we don't know how smart this AI is going to be. We don't know if it's going to what it's going to prioritize. We don't know what its goals are because we don't know which one it's going to be yet. I remember reading this thing or maybe I heard no I heard it maybe on uh podcast can't remember which about how they had tried to get a ai to move from one point to the other and gave it no instruction on how to do so and it invented a way that they hadn't they did not expect at all so what it did is it stacked itself up in as tall a tower as it could and it fell and they were like oh my god it's gonna take over but like when you think about that for a second that was literally the first thing that life did that is like you just described the strategy of rye. <laughs> and so Stand it's like, up, oh my god, over. it's intelligent, it's doing this. No, it just reinvented grass. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's at the level 
of grass, and we are human beings. Like, like there's no cause for concern. Still, When's the last time you were scared that grass was going to kill you? Oh, jeez. So the other, the other really, really good AI that's kind of interesting lately is the AlphaGo AI. Um, yes. That uh, first of all, it broke Go, and then it broke chess. Yeah, I mean, but like that doesn't really have that much. That just demonstrates visual spatial intelligence, which is real and important, but not the whole picture. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, the the difficulty is the whole picture. A graphing calculator has better visual spatial intelligence than I do. It doesn't mean it's smarter than me, you know. Right, and what and that you're what you're describing is the issue of trying to go from a um, linear intelligence or a limited intelligence to a general intelligence. Yeah. Which totally. which currently this is actually the big issue uh, in. But I don't. I'm not even sure that what they define as general intelligence would be able to win. So, for example, the. Napoleon's generals in the Spanish in the Peninsular War, when he was fighting English and Spanish and Portuguese guerrillas, were they had general intelligence, but they still couldn't beat the guerrillas. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> guerrilla warfare is a bit of an interesting problem because the uh, the only real solution to the guerrilla war problem is not one that anyone wants to take genocide yeah yeah well i mean it's the it's the roman way yeah uh yeah but the romans the romans couldn't even really do that the romans like they failed in numidia like the romans didn't give a shit about doing genocide they like they did what like some estimates say that julius caesar killed 30 percent of the population of gaul yeah that that was the example i was considering they but they didn't but the other example when we're talking about rome is numidia like they couldn't they just didn't numidia wasn't their element like they came into the deserts of northern Africa and they tried to bring the hammer down on a bunch of people who were just as happy, not just as happy, but who were capable of picking up, leaving their towns and living in the desert with a bunch of camels and horses. Yeah. And then you've got they a, then you've got a problem. <laughs> They're complete. I mean, they had some success and they ultimately brought Numidia into the empire, but they also had some serious challenges and they more, they more brought Numidia into the empire as a, as a consequence of their ability to negotiate with them rather than their ability to like militarily dominate them. Yeah. And so I guess the analogy that I'm trying to make is that a robot trying to come into the physical material world is like a Roman trying to go into Numidia. And it's like, like you can have all your plans, but like, unless you are guarding every single telephone electricity pole, me or someone like me is going to find the one that doesn't have a robot guarding it. And I'm going to cut it down. <laughs> yeah well that's just it and so the other problem for computers is they are fundamentally vulnerable to a couple of different things uh first of all electromagnetic pulses i've been googling that trying to figure out how easy it is to make emp guns like is that like a real thing that a human can do no you don't make a gun uh, you just launch a single nuke into the upper atmosphere and watch the world burn. Oh, so it's more like a it's more like a military level. Like the U.S. military says, "Holy shit, the robots are rising up. We need to save humanity." And they blow up the electricity system. Yeah, and it and it's it's not that tough. You can you can you can do that to the entire planet. Can you build a robot that would survive that? You can. It's not easy because. Would a hyper-intelligent AI be able to build a version of itself that was resistant to that attack? 
That is the, literally the first thing that they would think of. So, yeah. So, it, it could build something resistant. The problem is... We would see that it was doing it. One, that's issue number... <laughs> Wait a second. Ish- Why are you building these hard... Like, yeah. <laughs> like- issue number one, we see it. Issue number two is that, you know, everything that this computer is operating in, like the entire civilization, is still not hardened. Right? Not hard. What do you mean? So, like for example, what what resources is this AI repurposing towards its hyperintelligence? What re, where where are these resources coming from? Right. It it in order for it to get to the point where it's up and functioning, it's got to have a certain degree of like independent resource gathering. Because otherwise, right, right, sure, and we're gonna see that happen. We're going to be suspicious of it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, this thing's repurposing all these things. I wonder what it's doing. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's almost as simple as, like, we have an EMP. This is hardwired. It's just, like, fire and explosion and death to you and your kind. And if you ever try to kill humans, we're going to destroy you. And we're some most of us will die, but some of us will survive. Yeah. We'll have a nuclear holocaust and we'll make it. Well, no, it's the, that's, the, it's like, that's the kicker. It's not even a, it doesn't even cause a nuclear holocaust. Yeah, well, I'm better just saying, than that. Came to that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's literally like it's just our electricity system shut down. That's that's the cost. Yeah, yeah, which is like, I mean, bad. I I mean, like a lot of people are going to die. Yeah, <laughs> but so are the people who are worried about this just not that aware of how easily we can, in the in the words of Neil deGrasse Tyson, shoot the thing with a shotgun. <laughs> I I I think that's part of it. The other thing is like you. On a de- even on a decade line time scale, like I'm not even sure we're gonna make it to the point that the AI, AI uh, is possible. Like I mean, there's there is a significant chance we have an EMP created by the sun hit in the next couple of decades. Like yeah, but we would we would we would recover from that. It would be shitty. People would die, but we would we would roll over and we'd take it on the chin and keep going. Yeah, we would. That's the thing. We would, <laughs> but. The point is, is that they'll a lot of but our electrical like, systems then, are like, going to be set back, right? Like the entire if, internet I don't will know, cease man. to exist. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but if the whole internet ceases to exist, and it hasn't yet become an evil AI that's going to try to kill us all. The literally the first thing we will do is after rebuild it. Vision food is rebuild the internet. It will be food. We will we will grow corn and we will get Twitter back on 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 the rails. That's the priority. List. Priority list. Okay, I guess that's I guess that's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that's a problem. Well, I don't know how much of a problem it is. Wasn't there a big hit in 89? Yeah, in Quebec. That was the second largest in the last 200 years. Yeah, so there you go. So that was the second largest in the last 200 years. Yeah. And it shut down, like, half of a major province of a minor country. Yeah. Uh, However, the biggest in the last 200 years was something like 50 times more powerful. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, that was a Carrington event, and uh, there was no place on Earth that was facing the basically there's the half of the Earth that was facing the sun that day. There wasn't a single spot that didn't have its power systems get completely messed up. Is there any chance that that could erase my student loans? Uh, there's a significant chance it could. <laughs> you're literally you're, we're 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 talking about a twelve percent we're talking about a twelve percent chance every decade. <laughs> 